like to start uh, our conversation today, our podcast today, with something from last week's uh, Torah portion that we read. And we talked many times about that, but I want to uh, emphasize that point. That point. And if you look, we're talking about the section in uh, Numbers, the Book of Numbers, that we, my people, the Israelites, could not stop complaining. They were not happy. Right? We had Korach, for example, remember the, the guy who challenged uh, Moshe, Moses? And his argument was equality for all, free college, free this, free that to everybody. The only problem was that God didn't chose didn't choose him. He chose Moses. And we all remember how that ended up tragically. For him specifically and for uh, as Lenin used to call them, the useful idiots. All great people, highly intellectual, highly spiritual, but they felt for they felt for the manipulation. They felt they felt for the the propaganda. And if you look at those three, five chapters, something like that in the Torah, it talks about uh, in the beginning the, the, the sin of the spies, right? Again, complaining, we are not happy, you're taking us to a dangerous place uh, where this country is full of racists, right? Sounds familiar to you, I think, I hope, with what we're hearing today, people who, are, who don't appreciate what they have. And uh, unfortunately, they will end up losing whatever they have. So yes, freedom of speech is under attack. It's very, we are very close to lose it. On the other hand, if you don't have something smart to say, don't, don't raise the, the flag of free speech. Because now everybody knows that you are not that bright. But the, the, this time it's about 40 years 40 years in few chapters. So what happened in between? Going from here to there, from point A to point B in the desert, until all this generation of ungrateful, unfaithful, um, non-appreciative people will, will die. And here's the thing that we all need to take, to pay attention to, taking into consideration. Let's try to avoid the mistakes, already proven to be a mistake. Let's stop complaining. Let's see everything, and I'm amazed by it. And I think if you read the news, you know what I'm referring to. Everybody is a racist. Everybody is a xenophobe. Everybody is a homophobe. Everybody is this, everybody is that. I, I would say this is far from truth. Yes, there are racist people. There are stupid people. I would say in big numbers as well. But this is where the good people need to rise instead of be qu being quiet. Right? And we talked about the last time. Look who rose against the spies. One man, Caleb, even Joshua, Joshua was not were, 
It was like, uh, Moses, what are we going to do? We're hesitating. Or the only one guy who got the, you know what, to stand up and says, you're all guys, you're all wrong. You got the whole picture wrong. Now, if that was the smarter things to do, probably not, because the previous guy who did that was uh, Hull. Uh, I'm talking back during the sin of the golden calf, and he was lynched by the idol, idol worshiper mob when he tried to stop them from doing that. Yet, I think we all know who was right in the end. Right? So, yes, we're going to lose some good people, some amazing people. But to, uh, but to um, give up and don't stand to this, I don't, I don't even know what to call it, ridiculous, non-functional ideas, just so nobody will call you a racist or Islamophobe, or whatever name they want they want to call you you're going to lose you're going to lose the point of truth within you and i think that that is the most dangerous thing you don't have to go far in history to see that look at uh, nazi germany i know that lately we hear about this nazi germany uh resemblance for for the wrong reason. Oh, Trump is Hitler. Oh, this is that. Uh, this is all nonsense. What you're seeing is how the majority of Germans, and I can't really believe I'm saying that because I'm not crazy about Germans, uh, as a nation, not as an individual, due to my history with them, the majority didn't uh, elect Hitler. He had his Antifa back then, the black shirts, the brown shirts, whatever, in Italy and in, in Germany, fascist, communist, who used a very powerful propaganda. First of all, you have to find somebody to blame. And that will be, back then, the Jews. Well, nothing really changed because we can blame the Jews uh, in our time as well. You look at the scandals with Epstein, you look at... Uh, uh, certain people that are very high in uh, in the justice system, all Jews. The reason why they're there is not important. The point is that if they were not there, who are you going to blame? So Jewish people are the scapegoat, if you want, for all the problems of humanity. I'm always asking myself, what do anti-Semites will do if their dream of no Jewish, no Jews in the world will come true? What are they going to do? Who are they going to blame for everything that's going to malfunction? I don't have an answer yet. Probably they're going to kill each other. But it's always easy to go to the easy target. Those who uh, don't feel secure. Those who uh, actually listen to your argument about racism and all this and all that. If you remember, uh, a few months ago maybe, we gave a podcast we did a podcast about, if you don't like it here, you are free to leave. I don't think the president heard that podcast. I really, I hope so. I hope he, he actually listened to it. But he said the same. And what's the usual orchestra? Oh, racist. It's not about race. You can be white and complain and complain. And I will tell you, look, you don't, you don't like it. Go, I don't know, go somewhere else. 
go to the Scandinavians, right? They are, for some reason, the role model for uh, social democracies. And for blacks as well. You don't like it here, go back. And I, as an immigrant myself, I, I ask myself, you know, I'm not happy with the situation in Israel. So maybe I should go back and change it and uh, tell them how to fix it. And then I realize, wait, nobody will listen to me. And I will probably end up in the mental institution, forcefully. Or they will uh, find some crime that I never knew I commit, and just the legal fees will, will put me into, uh, you know, starving. And this is happening all over, here in America as well, but more on the, uh, in Africa, or in the Middle East, or in the Far East. You go and you tell uh, King, King Jong-un in the, in the Democratic Republic of North Korea. You tell them that he's doing something wrong. You will see what happened. I would recommend that you write a letter to your family as a goodbye. Uh, you know, tell them, finish your business here before you're going to do that. That's my point. But it's easy to complain. And we, the, the Israelites, we are very good at it. If you read the Bible, never happy. You have the prophet, no, you want king. Right? You got a king, oh, we don't like that king, you want another king. And if you remember when Shemuel, Samuel told them, oh, you want king, but God is your king. And you will have king that will use and abuse. And he will do this and do that, right? No, 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 we want king. And if you look at, uh, like I said in, 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 this, in the beginning, you look at the sin of the spies. You look at the sin of, uh, of Korah. But here's the thing. If there's something we need to learn from the situation, the way that Moses solved it, if you remember in the book of um, Exodus, Moses got water out of the rock by hitting it. Forty years later, Moses was told, speak to the rock. But he went old school, and he did the same solution like, like last time. And he hit the rock. And he got the water. So the, the mission was successful, but what God told him? With this generation, you need to talk to them. Hitting would not work here. And it did, but as an as a, as a educational metaphor, if you want, you need to speak to the people. When they see what you can achieve with your speech to a rock, uh, there, there will be more uh, glory to the Almighty. What I'm making is, let's stop complaining and let's try to get water out of rocks, metaphorically, obviously, by... Uh, Intelligent conversations, discussions, not uh, calling names, which is ridiculous. And with that, we're going to take a quick short break. As you're listening to the Jewish View, I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on citykradio.org.
back to another segment of the Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on citycareradio.org. If you listened to the last podcast, two weeks ago, something like that, you noticed that we talked about racism and about the fact, but it's not the fact that everything is racist, racism today, everything is xenophobic, everything. So I went to Home Depot and I went to buy a primer paint. Guess what? It's all white. In few uh, shades of white, eggs and shells, and I think we should boycott uh, Home Depot because they're racist. There's not enough diversity. I know people love this word, diversity. In in the paintings, uh, paint department, I find it to be horrible. Maybe what if somebody wants to to paint his uh, house black? Right? You should have representation for other color uh, now. Obviously, you know, I'm kidding. This is, but this is the, the, the level of arguments that we are hearing. So let's make some, you know, let's clarify what's going on here. This is pure propaganda. If, if there is something I want you guys to, to, to think about, and I repeat that, I think, almost in every podcast, use your brain. God gave us a brain. Didn't give us, he didn't give it to... Uh, to chimps or to crocodiles or yeah they have a brain much tinier than ours and they're not able to achieve what we achieve as 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 humans so let's use it and if you see somebody try to manipulate to um, distract to use uh, mostly propaganda right if you elect me i will give you free college i will erase that debt i will give Money to the descendant of the slaves. Who are they? We don't know. Who's going to pay? We don't know. We're going to take them. You're going to bankrupt the whole thing. Instead of, let's focus on here and now. How can we improve life for the people that are here? And I will say this even. I know some people will disagree. For the citizens and the legal residents of this country. And I think every country should take care of their own citizens first. Or even only. And I think if everybody would do that, and again, you can, we can trade, we can, as nations, we can do business, we can help each other. That's if there is an America, United States of America, only successful, in my opinion, to be the superpower because when help needed, when there is a famine, a flood, earthquake somewhere in the world, it's the Israelis and the America and the United States of America are first to give either physical uh, help or uh, financial help to help with the whole situation. But you always need to be aware of those who are uh, taking advantage on other people's disaster. If you're not, I'm talking, let's say, what happened in Haiti with the Clintons. If you Google it, you will find all the information. When you, when you use tragedy to push your, your agenda, to push your interest to gain, this is not kindness. This is not the right attitude towards those things. And it, all would take, it, it will only take you down. But on the big, bigger picture, every nation should take care of its citizens without, without uh, uh, trying to, gr to grab, to steal, to conquer other, other countries' resources. And for this, for that type of uh, way of thinking, 
I don't, I don't want to use the word uh, ideology. It's very basic. We must have faith. We must acknowledge the fact that there is a creator that wants to see our, us all working together, helping each other. Without, without gaining something back, because otherwise it's not kindness, it's just investment. You know, you help me, I help you, kind of thing. If you want to do the good thing, you do the good thing regardless of the if you're going to gain something out of it or not. Yes, it's good publicity, good PR, whatever, but still, that's the way I see it. So when I look at this situation, I look at the United States of America, and I see all the, how do they call it, foreign aid, right? When you help uh, countries that are corrupt, that are mismanaged, that are uh, failed countries, let's face it. And you give them a hand, and then they tell you that you are racist. Because, because of what? Nobody owes you anything. Right? We can all do the, right, the, the easy thing and ignore. But that is not what we are seeing. And I think that is the reason why the USA is where it, where it is now in terms of um, financial success. It's very encouraging, honestly. It's very encouraging to see this help, this foreign aid goes to help. But still, the audacity of other people to come here as a refugee, as a, as a tourist, as a illegal, whatever you know, and then to demand. Here in America, it's, it's, it's interesting, this word ca catch so much uh, uh, popularity, chutzpah. It's a Hebrew name for uh, audacity, right? It's, it's uh, how dare you kind of thing. That is, uh, in my humble opinion, uh, or not so humble, uh, is a horrible thing. Horrible. If you if you think that you don't and you sit with with kids, if you don't appreciate what what you, what you have, let me take what you already have away from you. Right? You see what with kids, teenagers, uh, most mostly I would say. I want this, I want that. I'm not happy. You're bad parents. Oh, bad parents. Let me take your uh, iPhone 10 or whatever that are. Oh, no. Right? You're going to lose. And we're doing... I mean, not we. Those who think that way, who are in their 40s but act like like teenagers, they're missing the whole point and they're going to take us all down. Imagine what will happen if your president or your prime minister will be a teenager. Just think about it for a second. Now, I'm not here to bash teenagers because we all... You hit puberty, the hormones, but you can't really think clearly. And you have people who encourage other people to not think clearly so they can be manipulated and controlled and uh, protest or run this or, you know, all kind of uh, activities. But if you, if you take a step back and you, what, what do you want? You see a crying baby or a frustrated teenager in their 40s, in their 50s. This is, like a, this is an amazing... Amazing thing, thing to see. What happened to, uh, you know, thinking and science and all that? No, it's where I like it. Right? Everybody 
on on the left i hear you put uh, kids in cages right this argument love me nuts and you guys are all for killing babies right before they get born that's okay and you're okay to put other people in cages because they disagree with you but if it's your potential voters oh think about the kids first of all for me as a jew i do not differentiate between the life of kid a child or an adult yes as a parents you always you know save the kids we'll take it we take one for the kid right because this is our future it's okay it's a, it's very um it's part of evolution if you want you always look at your offsprings how they're gonna gonna survive okay with that but when you said oh he he murdered uh, somebody murdered uh, uh, I don't know, 25 years old or 40 years old, even 70 years old uh, person. It's not like he murdered a kid. No. Life is life. All across the board. Age is meaningless here. The, the, the point that the person is, has the on purpose, murdering on purpose or out of brutality and, and being uh, cruel, is killing somebody. I don't care if the victim is a woman, is a man, is a a child, a boy or a girl, or somebody in between that doesn't know who, who they are, all those this confused people. Uh, life is life. But oh, it's the kids. Think about the kids. People are, and I, I heard that um, that uh, Congress member, and politicians, they are the art of lying, right? Uh, about how many kids are dying when they cross the desert to come through Mexico to the United States. What about the women? Raped, uh, murdered, eh, it's okay. But the kids, the kids, no. This is the wrong, in my opinion, this is the wrong way to look at it. Yes, they have a potential to grow and be something and to be successful, but everybody has that. You cannot say, oh, well, he was uh, in his 65, ah, we can give up on him. That is a unethical way of thinking. And if somebody has the, the again, the chutzpah, the audacity, to to uh, decide or to take to to take other person's life, I don't care who he took, whose life he, he took. That's not the point. This person is lo is losing the image of God, and therefore, in my opinion. No human rights because he's not human. Now, war, accidents, struggles, yeah, are not ideal, but we can put some logic into it, behind it. But out of uh, cruelty and uh, no, people, something like sadistic, you hear the stories that are getting out there, it's like amazing. Yeah, no human rights for you because you're not human. Just want you to think about it. I'd be more than happy to get some uh, feedback on my thoughts. Feel free to contact uh, us through uh, email or through the website and share your opinion. Maybe one day we'll have Facebook or uh, all the other things, who knows. And with that, we're going to take a, qu a quick break using to the Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi here on citycareradio.org.
back to another segment of the Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on ctkradio.org. Now, the next topic I want to share with you guys is a little bit, uh, I don't say the word controversial, but uh, we talked about it a lot in previous segments, previous podcasts, many, many years ago. Uh, okay, not so many, but a few years ago. And that is, how do you uh, find or choose a spiritual leader. The reason why, why I'm bringing this back is because lately there are all kind of stories about uh, priests, rabbis uh, that are doing unethical things. So I want to address that and I want to address that by saying that we always need to look at the Bible. Bible is, in my opinion, is the guidelines, the manual for humanity, for the do's and the don'ts, right? We have some, some stuff there that is not pleasant, where that doesn't make us proud, doesn't make us uh, feel like we're the chosen people, right? Uh, killings and wars and all, but that's part of life, unfortunately, and until we get to the point where where we no longer need to fight because we can actually get along uh, and agree to disagree, right? I am disagreeing with Muslims, with Christians, with Buddhists, but still, if there is anything I can take from them that will make me a better Jew, I'm all for it. But we need to look at why this, we hear those stories, how come, you know, this famous preacher, this uh, famous rabbi, this priest, uh, steal, cheat, molest, all the stories that we are, here, uh, we are hearing. I want you to think about the idea of having people of God, or supposedly representing the will of God, spiritual people that are not getting paid. So where, where, where do I take it from? Where? Samuel. If you remember, as I uh, referenced before, the previous segment, when Samuel, Shemuel, uh, the, the people, we want king, we want king, right? All that stuff. And he says, okay, you want king, God will give you a king, but let's make things clear. He says something like, I don't know the English translation, so I am going to uh, give you the basic idea. He said, did I... Did I take anything from you? A donkey? Uh, money? I will give it back right now. What do you mean? What do you mean? If you look at the leaders we have today, which are not prophets, they're all for profit, okay? They will take donation here, donation there. Of course you need to give me a discount. I'm a spiritual man. No, there's nothing spiritual there. This is purely materialistic. Also, another thing that I find that if, if people are, are getting paid to be a rabbi, to do whatever, and they're getting paid not because they're, they're losing money. Let's say they are lawyers and, or doctors or whatever. Now, if they're going to be, become leaders, they're going to have to quit their job. Right? There, is no, there is no mitzvah, there is no deed in the Torah, in the Jewish law, that makes you, you have to be poor. So... That, that's uh, that's a, com a compensation we can live with. But if you are exaggerating, 
How do we know if they're exaggerating? Look at the mansions. Look at the car slash cars and uh, jets. If it's beyond reasonable, uh, you know, outcome, then this is not a spiritual guy. Now, many of them, and again, it's not. I'm not here to attack specific religion. It's just it's across the board. Why? Because the human nature is. This is the human nature. It's greed. It's uh, manipulation. It's propaganda, and some of them are great, great, charismatic. Uh, bullshitters in a way sorry for the language I, I, I try to find a better word but they a lot of pathos and drama and they know how to stand in front of the crowd and people are cheering I want to look at what was actually said I don't care about how you deliver it the delivery, the, the delivery system is not important how do we know that if you look at the book of Proverbs, right? The wisdom of the poor, nobody respects that. But if the rich guy said something stupid, everybody's, whoa, you're brilliant. We didn't think about it. Now, what do they want? They want a piece of the cake. Okay? So it's not about what was, uh, what message was delivered. Sorry, how it was delivered. It's what was delivered. And if it's truth, if it makes sense, you don't have to be, you know, super charismatic and uh, use high literature, English, or sophisticated words to, to prove your point. I would say the opposite. Keep it simple so everybody can understand. But yet, for many people, they always fall for that. I think because they're running away from uh, responsibility on in their life. Meaning... Yeah, we, I believe that there is God, but I want somebody else to tell me what uh, what it means, what I need to do. Where do I, don I donate? Who do I need to give the money? Here's the check. Leave me alone. I don't want any any actions, any responsibility. Right? You guide me. In a way, it's good if the leader is good. If you if you see somebody that is not there for the money, look at Moses. Moses, Moses, this is God. I'm sending you to Egypt. Not interested. I don't need this job. Give it to Aaron. He's much better than me. What happened? So no, you are the guy. Why? Because you're not interested. You don't want the job. So you, I know that you're going to do it like you do everything in your life. Good. On the other hand, if today God says, I'm looking for a leader. I think many people will be so uh, uh, self-assured that they are the chosen one. Uh, and they will raise their, their hands. Yeah, pick me, pick me, right? Kind of uh, stay away from those people. Those are not spiritual leaders. Spiritual leader is the guy who wants you to leave him alone. Let him do his meditation, his practice, his prayers, whatever he's doing. Not interested in this position. Now, where do you find them? I have no idea. <laughs> Honestly, all I see is I see the, the, the other thing, the other, well, other side. Uh, but again, still, what I can share with you is at least I'm aware what I need to look for. If I don't know what I, what I need to look for, then I will be manipulated. I will be used and abused. 
And abuse doesn't mean, you know, uh, physically, uh, emotionally, you're going to use guilt on me, oh, this and that. We need to build a bigger church. Why do you need a bigger church? Or bring a synagogue? We need to put marble all across, or this, or that, or gold, or whatever. No, keep it simple. You want to collect money? Do all the kids in your community have a decent lunch and dinner? Are they very well-fed and well-educated? If, if yes, good for you. Help other communities. If not, well, here's something to invest. If people can help. But don't give me this, uh, oh, we need, uh, uh, as, as your preacher, I need a new jet. Because God wants me to have another jet. Fly commercial. If you're really old and, you know, and you need some uh, luxury, business class. Okay? And obviously you're going to pay the difference between the economy and the business class. Because nobody owes you anything. And if it's, if you think that people are, are owing you, it's not about God, it's about you. And that's the biggest idol of all. So this is how you find uh, a spiritual leader. Get the guy who is not interested. The guy, when you come to him and he says, go away. I don't want to have my synagogue. Not interested. I don't care. Leave me alone. Go to him. He is popular, right? Go to them. They are... Don't listen to them. Stick with them. Be uh, persistent. Be uh, stubborn. Says, no, I like you. I want you to teach me. And they're going to insult you. You know nothing. How do I know? Because I've been there. Okay, I'm talking from experience here. Uh, you are not worthy for me to teach you. Isn't that a blow to your ego? Right? What do you mean I'm not worthy for you to teach me? Who the hell do you think you are? But this is your test, guys. The test is if you're going to put your ego down. It says, okay, I'm not worthy. Make me worthy. Guide me. Teach me. I like what you're talking about. I like what you're... Uh, uh, your attitudes towards things, your, the way you're living your life, the harmony, the, how you deal with challenges. Those guys, and again, I'm not going into the difference between the religions and all that stuff. That's not the point of, of this uh, segment. It's just look for those people. And there are, in, in any religion, there are a few people like that. And stay away from the greedy manipulators who are uh, taking advantage in order to enrich themselves, whatever, with, with respect, with honor, or with money. It's not, it's, it's not the point. Okay? Just something to think about. And with that, we're going to uh, take another quick break. You're, you're listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on ctkradio.org. to the last segment of today's podcast listening to the Jewish View I'm your host Rabbi Hanania Korn here on ctkradio.org by now you know that the, usually the last segment we're talking about the weekly portion that uh, we Jews are reading at the synagogue and this week we are going to read about 
Balak and Bilam. Balaam, I assume in English. Uh, I call him Billy. And uh, the story goes, just to give you the frame, if you're not remembering exactly, is that the king of Ammon was Balak, and he saw all the wars before the Israelites uh, took the conquered the, the promised land with the giants, with Og and Sihon, all those great kingdoms. And he was afraid because he saw that uh, in the battlefield there is no way he's going to have a chance. This is, those are mighty warriors. We are not mighty warriors. We have a secret weapon. It's called faith in God. So he says, okay, how can I... Uh, counterpunch how can i uh, make them lose when they come to my territory so he went and he uh, hired uh, bilam bilam the great magician uh, great wizard or whatever that the title that uh, the book gives him uh, to come and to curse the israelites if you remember he, he showed up and uh, first of all you see it's it's uh, related to what we talked before in the previous segment, when when the messengers or the ministers came to to hire him, what did he say? He said even if Balak will give me a full his house full of gold and gems, and I cannot do what uh, I cannot go against God. So where where his mind is in the physical. Uh, materialistic when you say even if you give me that I wouldn't do it it means you need to give me more even if you give me a hundred bucks I wouldn't do it for you how about two hundred oh now we're talking okay that's that's the other so this is somebody that is not that maybe you know very well he was a prophet he was a non-israelite non-jewish if you want prophet um very on God spoke to him, so we're not talking here about somebody that is you know uh, doing black magic or, or nonsense like that. But his mind was on the materialistic gain from his prophecy because if he and again it's related to what we talked before, previous segment if he was a spiritual man, that means he's disconnecting himself from the materialistic world and therefore. You don't use that type of air, even if you give me, right? I'm, it doesn't matter how much you give me. God says no, it's no. Are you going to try to bribe me? Right? Uh, but he went. He went, he took the mission upon himself to take down uh, Moses, basically, uh, and the Israelites. And it's interesting to see what they did. He built seven altars, you remember, and he tried to get a prophecy, and uh, God put... The right words in his mouth, which was blessings and not curses. And it goes like a few times like that. And always try to, to, to work on the, in a spiritual realm, if you want, how to take down spiritually this nation. And eventually, what they, the way they uh, took down the Israelites was not through curses or through... Uh, spiritual thing it was through something that is very basic human need and that's through uh through sex let's let's you know put it out there right right up front they send their daughters and they uh seduce 
whatever the word is, uh, many of the Israelites. And God wasn't happy with that. Why? Because of many reasons why, but I want to, um, to put some light on a specific uh, thing here. You see, sexual desire is in our core, men and women, so, and confused. Because uh, I know some people will get offended if I will not say their gender, whatever it is. Um, it's in our uh, brainstem. That means that it's so deep, even the the frontal cortex cannot, not cannot, but it's very hard to fight against it. You see smart people. When they see beautiful women, they get confused. The ancient trick in the books, if you want to extract information from a spy, from a diplomat, from a politician, what do you do? You send them the lady, right? And they know it, and they're still keeping falling into that trap. Because this is very, very powerful. And we need, we're not, in Judaism, it's not, oh, well, in that case, we're going to ban the democratic thing. We will ban what we, we don't like. No, you cannot ban that type of thing, because if you ban let's say, a relationship between men and a woman, you're going to end up with a relationship between men and a child. You cannot oppress human nature. You cannot oppress uh, uh, sexual desires that are rooted. Now, I'm not talking about, about twisted and sick minds here. I'm talking about the, the, the normal, decent humans. But the idea in Judaism is what? Is to use it in the right way, in the right place, according to the, what it was uh, planned, okay? So if God says, you're not going to marry a non-Jewish uh, Ammonite or um, from Moab or whatever, end of story. Even if you really, 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 really desire, you need to put your desire aside. And I, was, I believe it was uh, Nietzsche who, who said um, something according to this line, everybody have desires. The question is the question is if the good desires or the higher desires are stronger than the basic desires meaning if you love god more than you love having a relationship then it's not it's not uh it's not even a war it's not there's no struggle there because you are having a, a, a higher desire and vice versa if you all your 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 desires are through whatever the the things in life you know sex uh, money, uh, respect, uh, food, right? All those stuff are higher than who cares what you're practicing as a religion. You are not there yet. The whole idea of getting close to the Almighty is to overcome those basic needs and put them in control, not, not to, um, to avoid them, not to go fasting for uh, a week. Not to, uh, you know, uh, be a monk and not having a relationship, not getting married, like uh, the Christian pastors, the Catholic pastors. pastors. Um, the idea is to have a decent family. With your wife, uh, education of your kids, you gu you're guiding them through that. Not, oh, well, I'm not... The easiest thing is what? To ban. If you don't have kids then it's very easy to educate other people's kids or to criticize that. Why don't you have your own? And if you succeed, we'll know that you did something right. Same with any of those desires, right? If you, uh, I know I'm not saying it's a must, but it's if you say, oh, no more sexual relationship for us because we want to be holy, 
you're gonna end up in some crazy stuff. Doesn't matter if it's legal or illegal. But it's not the right way. You get my point. You're gonna be doing things that I would recommend everybody should avoid. But the point I'm making is this those desires need to be controlled. And we see what was the end. If we go back to the to the story of the Torah in the Bible, that uh, Billy was executed. Balak, the king, was executed. Uh, all those women who did whatever they, they had to do, regardless of the reason, were executed. Only those who were, were not participating were kept alive. Okay? So some would say, oh, how could they execute the women uh, again? I want you to think in Bible terms for a second. It's not important if you're a kid, if you're a woman, or if you're a, a, a grown man. If you do the wrong thing, you are responsible. The fact that you did not refuse to do what the king said and go and seduce uh, some men because it's unethical, think about it you know, in a different way. Uh, if you are in Germany and Hitler says, give us all the Jews, don't hide them, and, and you say, I don't care what Hitler said, God says, they're all humans, I'm not going to participate. You will. You are ready to bear the consequences by, you know, execution, treason, whatever. But you're doing the right thing. Because life is going to end in one, one point. They're going to end, right? The question is, when we are going to go up there, hopefully later than before, and we're going to say, so why did you do this? Why did you do that? We should have a better answers. Don't be afraid of men or the men. Stick it to the men, right? Uh, the government or the... They're just humans just like us. And they should also follow the guidelines of the Almighty. Or at least some kind of ethical book if they are not into religion and all that stuff and they unfortunately uh, going uh, blind without any clear guidance. Have a decent justice system. But they say, oh, they told me to, right? I was just a uh, part of the machine. No, you are responsible. And all of them, going back to the story, Billy, Alak, the women, uh, and the Jews who, who felt for it. There is no need for you on earth anymore. So, good luck in your journey. <laughs> and with that... Um, Again, I'm just encouraging you guys to think and to analyze and to ask questions. And feel free to contact us, contact me at our uh, email, the Jewish View Digit 4, the Jewish View 4 at gmail.com. Agree, disagree, say something. We'll, we'll uh, read it here and we'll answer any questions. And with that, we're going to end up our, our podcast for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Jewish View. I'm your host. Baba Hanania Khan here on CTK Radio. Thank you.